Hello and welcome back to the Spidey Dude Experience. Thank you for watching and listening to this episode. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash Network. Our subscribers, such as Scott, Vinkman, Greg, and Jurgen. If you want to find out more, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Network. Perks that you'll be getting if you decide to join include early access to certain episodes, such as the show Voices from the Area Gargoyles podcast. You'll get the next episode a week earlier before the general public. Got some great stuff on that particular program coming up soon. Be sure to check out the episodes of our other shows, such as Amazing Spider-Man Classics. Stay tuned for Season 2, starring Javi and Jack Trujillo. Clone Soccer Chronicles, Spectacular Radio, and of course our other show that live streams on this channel, Make Mine Mayday. But you can also check out that newest show, Voices from the Area Gargoyles podcast, starring Jennifer L. Anderson, Greg Bashansky, and occasionally Greg Wiseman. We want to let your voice, let you have your voice be heard on the show, though. We'd love to hear from you. There's a couple different ways you can do that. If you prefer email, you can leave us an email at network at gmail.com. The voicemail line is 818-925-6631. If you want to leave a voicemail, be sure to let us know what show you're calling for, and we will definitely read it out on the respective show. You can also leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. We'll do our best to read it on the show in a future episode. For those that are listening to this audio version, please excuse references to the visual aids and or, or to our live comments as these shows are live streamed on our YouTube page and Twitch and Facebook. And be sure to like, share, subscribe to those those pages such as YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of of the program of course i'm zach your friendly neighborhood host and we have oh i was gonna solo myself there it is uh move that banner there i am all right i am the executive producer of the spidey radio network hello and welcome back of course uh with us tonight we have from voices or from the bogan rider variety hour neil bogan rider hi really you put that yeah. <laughs> Live with it. Uh, okay. All right. Next up, we've got Adam Shingle, our resident art apologist. Hey, what's going on? He's no longer the California homeless man. <laughs> yeah, that needed to change. No, it, did. it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect as is. You whiny little animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, He's only requested for like a, like two months to to, to change it. Uh, we'll also have Greg on here a little bit. Uh, he's going to join us here on the program here in just a little while. So, um. So we'll have Greg on, but uh, yeah, hello and welcome back, everybody. This episode, we're going to be covering three issues, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Mary Jean, and Black Cat One-Shot, number one, and then we'll be covering ASM 888, which is AKA 80, Volume 687. Wait, it's Volume, volume 5. It's volume five. Oh yeah, volume six is not till April. So six is, six is coming soon. Coming soon, volume six of Amazing Spider-Man. That's so stupid. To a, to a store near you. To a store near us. All right, we got Vigman in the house. We've got SoFlo also in the house. Hello, guys. Welcome to the program. Um, so 
Yeah, and we'll be covering uh, issues 80, 888 and 889 if you're using the legacy numbering, which is what we tend to do. So um, that's what we'll be covering. So we don't have much news. this. We have no news this episode. Um, so we'll be kind of getting into the Mary Jane Black Cat one-shot. Neil, if you'll share the screen and show everybody what, sh if you can, um, we can kind of talk about this uh i i did see yeah volume six because yeah uh i did see that s there's some speculation online about uh peter parker using a different identity in the next spider-man movie again <laughs> changing oh, no. his name to ben riley i don't care that's one way to do it i guess <laughs> Wait, wait, like, I'm looking, I'm looking what is this? Hang on, am I looking for ASM87? Uh, no, a black cat. I don't think I even want to hear your story. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, you don't. Oh, you must hear the Scarlet Spider story. Why, why, yes, Joan Lee, tell us the Sp Scarlet Spider story. Mary Jane! Mary Jane! Oh, psh. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. Haha, <laughs> sucker. Some good yeah. vocal work, man. <laughs> All right, here, right. Here, here we go. All right, so Mary Jane Black Cat, uh, that is the um the J. Scott Campbell cover. Oh, do you want to talk about what happened? Uh, just as a as a fun little meme. As an aside, so do you want me to go on a J. Scott Campbell rant? Because I can go on a J. Scott Campbell. Rant. I mean, I can, I can, I can start it. You can finish it. So basically, J. Scott Campbell decided. Well, you know what? I'm not making enough money off of my several thousand dollar covers, so I'm going to make four covers, and I'm going to sell them for a grand total of uh, $115 in a single bundle, or $15 per cover. Um, so think of that math, which Which will. is three times the cover price of oh. the actual issue, I might yeah. add. Yeah, and so um, I got mad, and I began my uh, right-click and save crusade. Uh, that was fun. Um, and it turns out, uh, I'm trying to find the actual thing that happened, but J. Scott Campbell sent out an email this morning, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, it was this morning. Yeah, it was this morning. And um, for the record, like like me and Neil have like this group chat with some friends of ours from the Crawl Space, and they're all big into J. Scott Campbell. And I, I have always been one of those that has never subscribed to it um he's he's okay i mean he's yeah. he's good cheesecake i don't yeah, know he's his, there's his, certain his, covers his, his, that i that i that i'm fine with you know this one's completely inoffensive there, he's done some really great cover art in the past his his main issue um is that he kind of does a lot of same face and same body yeah. mm -hmm. yep very much so um, and I'm going to change the screen to find the image. So, okay. like I said, th there was an A, B, C, and D cover. Um, that's three covers too many for me. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and listen, it, it seems like he does this very routinely. And I just, I get... 
and within 10 minutes they sold out that that's the scary part is that like this is it <sighs> j scott campbell enables this trend of like just wailing uh, a white wailing video game or not video game uh comic covers oh yeah but i mean he's not the only one i mean mark brooks does it too like like there's several artists that with him, I, that with him i'd say there's a lot more effort put into it just because he paints all of his he paints right he, he paint colors yeah. all of his covers that's not to right. say jason campbell's a bad artist i'm just saying mm-hmm. that mark brooks at the least has a lot more effort put into each individual cover but this or at, at least it comes across as as that yeah but this is uh the fun part so information about your order uh this is i, I made sure there is no information that expose anything about the person who put this email up yeah. um you're receiving this order because you placed an order containing a mary jane or black hat beyond number one jason campbell exclusive uh inventory quality review upon review our inventory it was determined that significant production defects impact variants b c and d of our run so basically is- everyone but their main cover yeah <laughs> well no 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 the 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 four variant covers that he was selling on his website exclusively that doesn't that is including the main cover Jesus Christ. Um, he identified issues impact 100% of the aforementioned variants. A reprint is currently underway. Holy Damn. crap. Yeah. I, 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 I. At least he's not sending out the defected ones, though, because oh, that would people be hilarious. Would have... <laughs> well, but then people like would just go nuclear. Well, they're already happens. going nuclear. Yeah. This was, in fairness to in fairness to Jay Scott, this was kind of a lose lose situation. Yeah. Um, Matt Bird, you know, asked a question. Uh, if Spider Man had his own Groundhog Day, what would it consist of? Well, and the Groundhog I, is dead. Well, the Groundhog is dead. So. Uh, well, I was going to say the, 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 the Groundhog Day would be since we are recording this, and he's asking this question because we're recording this on February second. Um. I would say that uh, Spider-Man's Groundhog Day already occurred. It's called Brand New Day. Boom! I'd say like that uh, <clears throat> when he had uh, the dream. Well, when you, the the dream, the Brand New Day dream thing that oh, yeah. showed him. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah. Um, P- Peter uh, explained eloquently about the J. Scott Campbell to kind of put a little bow on this. This is why I right click and save. I, I, I just, I, I, who spends fifteen dollars on a single variant cover to begin with, let alone a hundred and eighteen dollars? This is this is this is a an issue with the industry as a whole. Like because there's so many variant covers, because there is a collector market. And it's a speculative market. They think that if they get the variant covers, that they're going to increase in value. They don't I increase can, in value unless you get them graded. To be honest, it, unless you get them slabbed and you get them autographed yeah. and slabbed, that's that's pretty much. It, it's because more of the autographed and the fact that it's slabbed. It's going to. It's the slabbing artificially inflates the value of it. It always has. Now, it's because it, it's because it's in, it's encased. It's not going to. It's not going to decay over time. Theoretically speaking, it's going to be preserved for a lengthy period of time. The problem is, is you can never freaking read it again. Now, in fairness, I I, got, I bought a variant. I bought the CF Villa one, but right. that was but That's that was only because they didn't have the main cover available. 
Yeah, yeah but was it, the cover price though too? Like, yeah, it was yeah, it was four twenty five. It was five. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's where that's where I I get a little frustrated. If you sit there and you spend the if you spend more than than cover price on a, on a cover, I, I'll never you're forget. Enabling. You're enabling. Look, I remember going to San Diego Comic Con a while back. Uh, well, a while back. It was 10 years ago, 2011. I was, uh, there was a variant cover that was published for Revelations, the, the, the four-part uh, story that ended the Clone Saga. The first, issue, the first part of that story, uh, Spectacular 240, had a variant cover. It was the only time that we saw visibly pregnant Mary Jane on a cover. And I remember going to a couple of comic booths and comic shops, and, and Mile High Comics had it for $125. Good God. Do you know how much I paid for it at my comic shop? A dollar. Retail price? $3.99. Yeah, baby, let's I think go. It was, I think I saw... It was a $1.50 more than cover. That was in my shop's dollar bin, I think, and it was in pretty good shape. I should have snagged it at that yeah. point, but... yeah. So I, I'd have I, the issue though, but anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, too. I'm, I'm slowly but surely re, recollecting the uh, clone saga. So okay. <clears throat> so we want to do our recap real quick, and then let's do a recap the, of uh, MJ Black Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Let me okay. create the banner for it. Oh, but go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll be working on that while you're doing the recap. Okay, so Mary Jane and Black Cat Beyond Number One, written by our boy Judd McKay, with art by Black Cat artist C.F. Villa and colors by Eric Arseniega. Uh So Felicia walks into McCarthy Medical Center and has several and gives people several very interesting sexual awakenings. Um, <laughs> and as she walks into Peter's room, uh, she finds MJ very unamused and being held at gunpoint by a, a homeless man who turns out to be Parker Robbins, aka The Hood. And uh, the hood has kind of put together uh, kind of the keys that Felicia cares about this random washed up photographer. And he says, here's what you're going to do for me. You're going to get me my hood. Otherwise, I'm going to kill this schlubby guy in the hospital bed. And then I'm going to put a bullet through this uh, hotshot actress's head to prove my point. And Felicia agrees, but on one condition that she needs MJ. Of course, this turns out, this turns out to be a front. Uh, and Felicia just said, oh, I need her on my crew, but wants MJ to go running. Uh, instead, MJ actually gets involved, um, much to Felicia's chagrin. Uh, so with seven hours to go, because they haven't they have until sunup to get this hood back, they go down to um, the harbor where Count Nefaria is having movie night. Uh, turns out he's a massive cinephile. <laughs> And uh, Black Cat begins harassing him, and instead she brings in MJ, who Count Nefaria absolutely simps for, and <laughs> uh, brings brings up a chair. And uh, she begins, you know, sweet talking him, and eventually she gets the details of um, what happened in Matthew Rosenberg's Hawkeye Freefall. Uh, so they go around beating up everybody from the Phantasm to uh, Shocker and <laughs> offering know. bribes to the Enforcers, uh, Armadillo, and the Rhino, uh, all with the uh, cringe expression of, uh, why am I doing this? What is my life? Until it leads them to the building of Tombstone. Uh, Felicia and uh, MJ have a bit of back and forth about how Tombstone will be waiting, and Black Cat breaks into... Uh, a vault 
and almost manages to crack the safe until Tombstone comes in and catches her in the middle of the act. But as it turns out, Black Cat's already outside the vault. And uh, as she makes her getaway, Tombstone goes on the chase, uh, only to find out that the van that Felicia was in is already taken off. But, oh no, Black Cat is already back in the vault again. And it turns out that the black cat that Tombstone chased was really Mary Jane Watson in a cat suit. Oh, yeah. Hot. Um, so 90 minutes ago, Felicia uh, makes a little deal with the hood in the form of a duffel bag. And she wears it into the hospital room. And it goes back to him. But what a twist. It consumes him instead of just giving him back his power because he pissed off the demons that wore it, that, that were in his hood. Um, good riddance to bad rubbish. <laughs> good riddance to Bendis's favorite villain. Yep. Um, so Felicia begins chaining up the uh, bag, only for Peter to wake up and uh, say everyone's favorite line, it's this stream again, please be gentle. It's confirmed, Peter wants a threesome, let's do it. Uh, afterwards, MJ and Felicia have a conversation about how MJ's dump truck ass. We now have confirmation, guys, that MJ has a dump truck ass. It's confirmed. Uh, would fit in her cat suit. And MJ kind of sympathizes with Felicia about how before before Gwen died, she was kind of seen as the bad girl, mm-hmm. and um, how she doesn't want to be a f- and how she doesn't want Felicia to be a footnote in in Peter's life. And they keep make a joke about um, how Peter in spite of being a wash-up, keeps hooking up with women like yeah. them as the issue ends. It's a pity part. It's a pity thing. Um, okay, I, I think just going off of grades, A+. Plus. Yeah, A+. Plus. I, no, th- this this is... Yeah, B- I, I... What? SoFlo gave it a B-? Minus? Oh, SoFlo. What are you smoking? So, so, so is it an A plus for you, Adam? Yeah. Adam has an A, a plus. Neil is a A plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it to an A plus. I think this is the first issue we've unanimously all given an A plus. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, for any who thought the Auto May team up was spicy, MJ and Black Cat got the beat. Radiac. This issue oh, is sexy as hell, man. This <laughs> issue. The sexual tension this, is palpable. This, this is the horniest issue I've yeah. ever read from Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. That actually, <laughs> that, that, okay, well, it's not that the isn't horniest. like drawn by Todd McFarlane or or, or, or right, isn't part right. of or, or, or Eric Larson or, 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 or isn't like that awful like sex with the masks on shit that they had going right. on in Brand New Day. Uh, all right, uh, Adam, give your review first. Um, <laughs> it's like Neil, shut up, Adam, talk. <laughs> Uh, it's just a it's it's an incredible issue. The art is great. The characterizations are great. The writing's great. Uh, it's really fun. It's really funny. It's sexy. Um, the art is just so expressive and refreshing. Jed McKay nails the characters. Uh, I'd love to see more of this. I'd love to see. I would like to see now him do some kind of. Uh, I want to do ASM. Spider- yeah, some kind of regular Spider-Man project. Maybe ASM in the future. I'm not opposed to that. Um, 
It's just listen, I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Is, the art is really good too. It's just it's it's a very it's very much a coda to McKay's Black Cat Run. Yeah, is is that book ending? It's already been it's, ended. It's ended, it's, 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 it ended like two months ago. Okay, I, I I haven't been keeping up all that much lately, um, but I will very soon. Speaking of keeping up with things. Keeping up with the Gargoyleans. We have our our host of Voices from the Eerie of Gargoyles podcast himself, Greg Bashansky. Hello, Greg. Hey, we just got finished recording episode 12 a few hours ago. That's going to go up in early April. And uh, Carl Johnson, the composer for the series, came on. He also composed several episodes of Batman, the animated series, Animaniacs, Pinky in the Brain, a lot. Yeah. And then there's, we can't talk about it yet, but there is there is one guest that I I when I tell you that it it will shock you and adore you, and you will be so You'll super so stoked, you're gonna flip your lid when you find out who it is. I, me and Greg are the only ones that no, know. Jinx it. But it, it, we still got some I's to dot and T's to cross, so we're not going to say whom it is, just in case they don't they aren't able to show up but uh yeah uh i'm really excited about what greg's accomplished or already accomplished with voices from the eerie and what we hope will continue to accomplish with um so sorry about that minor minor aside uh greg we were talking about the mary jane black cat one shot did you read it yes i did okay uh let me know in the private chat what your grade is and then we'll uh continue so adam you got some more thoughts um, I'll just say that I want to see this book continue if he's not going to write ASM or any other Spider-Man projects. But uh, if he if he wants to do some kind of Spider-Man project or ASM or anything in the future, I'm in. If give it's going to be this good, yeah, give him give him like uh give him like the uh, give him like yeah like a spec or or friendly neighborhood again and do like that kind of thing that Taylor was trying to do where it's a little more grounded maybe. Or like a little yeah. more. You say like that fun. when Taylor, when half of Taylor's run was the age like under York. That's true. Like that was that weird. That weird hell. York. But there was the, the the under yeah the under York was a bad. But there there again. was like a there was kind of a um, what do you call it? There was like an underlying kind of community um, community yeah communal to it, feel yeah. to it yeah. Um, what did I? There was. One more thing. Oh, I was gonna say this issue feels like maybe what Spencer's run could have been a little bit more with the boomerang stuff a little bit. You're right. Possibly. I'll yeah, say. I, th- I don't know. I I I loved it. Uh, give it. Give me more of this. Yeah. If this if this was made into a into an ongoing, I'd be more than happy. Especially because yeah, it would be I'd more McCain and Villa. Yeah. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. The, this team this is a great team. Yeah. All right, so we I have I have Greg's grade and uh, we already have A pluses across the board. And uh Greg added some more pluses. A plus 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 plus. So, uh, A plus from Greg. So this is the first time on our show that we've had a universal A plus across the board uh in terms of grades. Neil, thoughts? So it's weird because I think that I've been the person who's been like the least excited for all this beyond stuff and right. with, and, and with um, all of the 
stuff that we know going forward, I'm not any happier. Uh, but this was a very right. rare moment of sunshine in the hell tunnel. Right. Um, it was it was good to see MJ and Felicia each play to their own particular strengths. MJ being an actor and Felicia being like a master thief slash femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good to see them united over a common cause rather than like kind of just tripping over each other by coincidence. Uh, not really much to say that Adam didn't. It was it was fun. It was sexy. Um, I'm I'm glad that we finally know that MJ is a dump truck ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of the jokes in here were good. Yeah, uh, it was it was really fun. I think it was funnier than it had any right to be. Like the solicit, the solicit was kind of a lie though. Um, it was kind of expecting like an MJ's held hostage story, or was or was it Felicia was held hostage and MJ needs to save her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of a little misleading on the. But on this, the... but this was better. Yeah, this this was so much better than it had any right to be. Um, before Greg, because I think you and I are going to have similar thoughts, so let me jump out with what I'm going to say right quick. This issue does not happen without Nick Spencer. No. This issue does not happen without Nick Spencer addressing the 85 or 100 or 400 pound elephant in the room that was the characterization of Felicia after the mind wipe. This is the type of issue that if you re- if you started reading during Brand New Day and never went back and read Black Cat, you're going to be profoundly confused. This is the characterization of, Bla- of the Black Cat that understands her role in Peter's life that is actually an important part of Peter's life and as a result is a vital and necessary cog to Peter and, and ultimately Mary Jane's life. This is the best single issue of Black Cat since the Roberto Aguirre Sacasa one-shot uh, in Sensational Spider-Man in 2007. It has been almost 15 years since we've had a single issue, one single issue related to Amazing Spider-Man or related to directly to Spider-Man that was not her own title. What about what about the one shot from Hunted? I I I would put this above the one shot from Hunted. Honestly, no, I'm, just, I'm I'm just saying like you you like like no no I, and I've said that yeah I've said that before about the one shot on Hunted. That that issue and this issue I would put right up there. These are these are the issues that that are so meaningful for black cat long time black cat fans i think the universal praise that this has gotten is deserved and i, I think, think it's the, indicative of what of the direction marvel should go in yep. absolutely i mean this is where i feel like the these next few issues we're starting to see the world of peter parker be slowly be rebuilt and reintegrated um i'm interested to see where we go i'm but, not um it's looking kind of bleak to be fair <laughs> but i'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, we'll, I'm gonna go, we'll go read i'm gonna go read she hulk and x-men i'll be right back <laughs> but but um it, it, you'll hear more of my thoughts especially in 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 today's issue about that but this this makes everything worth it this is what long-term storytelling looks like. This is what um, you can accomplish when you actually have time to build 
based on characterization, not on plot. This is ultimately an indictment on the piss-poor direction that they took in the 2010s with Black Hack's character. And as a result, it was a character that was greatly diminished unnecessarily. But Jed McKay absolutely crushes Felicia's characterization and also Mary Jane's characterization. That last page clarifies and advances the characterization of both characters. They have a much better understanding of who they are to each other in that last page alone. Greg, your thoughts? I really don't have anything to add. You said it all. I mean, it's a terrific issue, beautiful artwork, the way they play off of each other. My favorite moment was when Black Cat called herself the bad girl and addressed MJ as perfect, and then MJ starts cracking up and brings up and plays the Gwen Stacy card. Yeah. Yeah. And. Sink Gwen. Mm-hmm. Which made me wonder does Felicia. Well, Felicia has to know who Gwen is, but she never had to be compared to Gwen. I don't think she. I, I think she's aware she, of, her, of her existence, but not like what she means to Peter. Well, yeah. especially, I know, and Greg, you can probably. And maybe Adam, too. I think Gwen got brought up during the Black Cat Owl War. Or the the Al, Doc Doc Ock Owl War gang war thing where Black Cat got gravely injured because it because I know that there was like a not like Gwen type type <laughs> scenario a lot of those so I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that I, I, again that's one of the that's like like that that story and like the Dimitri is spectacular are two spectacular stories that desperately need to be read reprinted desperately plus yep. i mean I, I think bill mantlow wrote the octopus owl war yeah, like he, he needs to he needs to be compensated for some things so but paying is expensive right um so take a so there was there was some questions on whether or not it's going to be this was going to be in the it's going to be in um, in the beyond trades or in black cat trades, it's going to be in the beyond trades. Black cats uh, already been black cats trades have already been solicited. I think. Yeah, I think they're coming out next month. I think usually ninety to, three months after the last issue. So, um, so yeah, so that that should hopefully answer your question. We'll get into more in solicitations here in a little while. So, uh, all right, that that brings us to. Um, the next issue, issue a- ASM issue eighty seven eight eighty eight. All right, so ASM is eighty seven. Yeah, god damn mm-hmm. legacy number. That's today's right. Yeah, yeah. That that's last last that's, that's last, last week's week. issue. Yeah, oh, right, right. Okay, because so, this takes place shortly before. It yeah. takes place. It takes place between and dur- the epilogue takes yeah, place like, after the black a, cat one shot. Yeah. 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 All right, so ASM 87, written by our boy Jed, art by uh, returning cheesecake man Carlos Gomez, <laughs> yep. and colors by Brian Valencia. So the issue starts in Cap's favorite bar, uh, where he and Felicia are bonding over drinks and chicken wings. 
and uh, you, you thought and you thought Felicia did sexual awakenings back in the last issue. Who boy? <laughs> There's a reason we have Carlos Gomez drawing this issue. Oh, I, I I do I do not co- listen between that and Adams's t- cover where where she got some cake. Like we got we're, we're smearing the cake all over our faces right now. More cake than a bakery, baby. Exactly. Right, so, so Felicia and Cap um, decide to get Peter back on his feet. And the next day, uh, they begin training him to become Spider-Man again. Uh, Felicia has a pink cat backpack. And from now on, every time I see her, I will imagine her wearing this backpack. Uh, so Felicia says, well, MJ gave me the Spider-Man suit. So this is a you problem. Uh, you're going to become, you're going to have to earn being Spider-Man again because Ben Riley over there and she points back to a billboard. That little shit is Spider-Man right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ben Riley uh, at beyond corporation, Ben is um, being readjusted quote, quote uh, to make sure that he's all squared away so that he can be the Spider-Man he was meant to be. Um, and she begin th- the lab technician uh, absolute QT um, gives Ben an iPad that has different Spider-Man villains and he begins to name them off. Um, yep. Meanwhile, on day two, uh, Peter is back in the bombastic Bagman costume, along with the Not- icon- with along with the iconic yeah. animal shirt, the animal crop top. Yeah. Now this is from the '90s, guys. No, it's from like, the '80s. Yeah, yeah animal, from, 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 the, animal, the animal crop tops from the '80s. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He was at a pool party at Liz and Harry's house during the. That's right. That's right. But this shirt is iconic. (laughs) So, um, Felicia is. I know even Bagley drew it later on, too. Yeah. I think he wore it. uh, I think I remember him wearing it uh, whenever they were testing out the Spider Sense thing they had built in the apartment. Wasn't Peter also. Wasn't. Wasn't Peter also wearing it when MJ said they were pregnant? Or am I imagining that? No, no Peter was awesome. Peter's wearing the Spider-Man costume. He was unmasked. Oh wait, no, he was. Oh yeah, he was wearing the pajama pants and the Spider-Man shirt and the Spider-Man yeah. top. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I associate with that. But anyways, Peter Peter is thinking about how he's supposed to be really good at this, but he keeps like tripping on himself and you know crashing into people's um, food. Um, it should be noted again that once again, COVID-19 does not exist in the Marvel universe because Reed Richards <laughs> developed a vaccine like two seconds after it was inv- after it came around. Mm-hmm. So, um, the training keeps going and Peter kind of gets tired. And, um, once again, uh, we see Felicia's cake, uh, and P- she gives Peter a pep talk about, uh, you know, how Peter is held to a higher standard because she was, bit- she wasn't bitten by a radioactive Eartha kit. Uh, thank God it wasn't a, radi- a radioactive Halle Berry, but um, Peter kind of takes a win in the fact that she calls him Spider-Man again. Um, meanwhile, back at the Beyond Corporation again, uh, Ashley Kafka is being interrogated by Maxine, and uh, Maxine goes, hey, so remember how you're a clone? You don't have rights anymore, so we own you, kind of. Um, wow. Ignore- ignoring the fact that clones have existed for God knows how long in the Marvel Universe, and there's still no legislation about whether or not they're actually people. Yeah. Um, put, putting that little ethical dilemma aside for a Star Trek episode, uh, Maxine brings out a glowing tube that um, I used to think was the weird the weird plant monster from the miles crossover but it's actually yeah, right. it's, it's actually i guess it's not really a spoiler the sins of norman osborne mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the animal so, belly shirt is from ASM two forty nine. The beginning of the at the end of Roger Stern's run. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Finkman. So on day five of training, uh, Peter and Cap are um, lamenting how Fleischer won't just give him the mask. Uh, and Peter is wearing Matt Murdock's I'm Not Daredevil shirt, yet another mythology <laughs> gag. I love it. <laughs> but um, what's his name? Bruno, the the big one from Fleischer's yes. supporting yeah. cast. I, I appreciate, by the way, that they, that they're letting Felicia's supporting cast follow her into other books, and they're not just forgetting about them. Right. Yeah. But I think I, it helps I, that it's Jed. Mc- I think it helps that it's Jed McKay. Yeah. But either, but either yeah. way, um, Br- Bruno Sims for Cap, and Felicia says, mm-hmm. "Okay, so now you're going to um, do a little. We're going to do a little simulation. You see that store over there? We just <laughs> robbed it. Come get us!" And <laughs> drives away, leaving Cap and Spidey to chase her down. Um, meanwhile. Back at Beyond Corporation again, Jesus Christ, I hate this part of the book. Um, ben is just naming off villains Shriek, Rhino, Shocker, Craven, Lizard, Spock. Um, <laughs> it's pretty unsettling, until, actually. Until, until his eyes begin to shatter. Mm-hmm. Uh, on day six, uh, Felicia is sipping Chardonnay and eating what looks like peanuts. Yeah, it's peanuts. Mm-hmm. As Peter and Steve spar on a rooftop. Uh, for whatever reason, he, the artist is drawing everyone a lot of blush. Um, all right. But uh, Cap gives Peter another Captain America speech and says, let's let's get going. Uh, back at Beyond Corporation. Again, Jesus Christ. I'm tired of the Beyond Corporation. <laughs> Let's get back to what we were reading earlier. Um, the technician says, like you said the other day, with great power, there must also come in. Ben just kind of stares at it like, the hell does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. You just left. You just didn't finish the sentence. But what also comes with great responsibility. What also comes with great power. Um, but Peter finds uh, two people running on a rooftop. Turns out it's Steve and Felicia again. And Peter says, "Never give up. I'm good. Let's go again." Um, because I'm Spider-Man. Uh, there's an epilogue where MJ comes home wearing the cat suit, and oh my god, whoo! Jed uh, Carlos Gomez. <laughs> I simp. <laughs> I simp. I simp for MJ in the cat suit. I hope we get mm-hmm. more of this. A wooga, a wooga, a boy, a boyoying. Um, MJ come. MJ goes home uh, to her apartment to find Janine having broken in and um, having a hard drive and wearing, I guess, a Letterman jacket. Okay, uh, to be continued. All right. So, put your grades in private chat for me. Um, Neil, what's your grade? Uh, giving it an A. And I'll explain why it's not an A+. Plus, but okay. I, think, I think given my commentary, you'll know why. All right. Um, so, let's go with Greg. Again, like the last issue, it was just a, a lot of fun. I'm not the biggest fan of the Beyond Corporation stuff, which is why it's not an A+. And I'm still a little bit iffy about what they're doing with Ben Riley these days, especially in the next issue. But yeah. at the same time, it's nowhere near as bad as what Slot did with him, so I'm willing to let it slide. And um, but, it, but beautiful artwork, easy on the eyes for reasons that <laughs> you laid out beautifully and I don't really have too much to say about this one. It was good. I liked it. 
Reminder, reminder, uh, Carlos Gomez, I think, has a similar problem to uh, J. Scott Campbell in that he kind of has a bit of a problem with same face. But there's a lot, but there's a lot with other visual cues like hair and um, body and body. And there's there's a lot better express. He he does a bigger range of expressions, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So my grade, I'm uh, I'm giving it an A minus cake. So A's across the board. Uh, yeah. I give it an A minus. I, I, I slightly a. ding it, uh, not for anything that uh, kind of similar to to what what Neil what you were saying. So, um, Adam, give us your overall thoughts. Greg, you've already kind of done it, but uh, give us your overall thoughts as to what why you like this issue so much. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the art's great. I'd say I do. I do like Gomez's art. We've kind of criticized his art a bit in the in the past, but I I think we all like it. It's just like sometimes there are things like I don't know the colorist or whoever's inking him. I don't know if he does the inks on his stuff, but the the, this, issue, the, issue, the Miles issue he had some weird inks, and I'm thinking that was just because he did his own instead of someone else doing them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like well, but Gomez Gomez is a really solid artist. Um, if he were to do stuff on the book in the future, I'd be fine with that because he he draws the characters well. I would say, um, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun and funny issue again. Jed McKay's characterization of all these people is really good. Um. I don't know. It's just it. I think it's because it's sort of. I'm not sure why it's not an A plus. I think it's just because. I can elaborate upon it if you don't know how to put it. Well, I think it's because like, well, you know, the Beyond stuff is okay, but it's not the most exciting thing. It is and it isn't. I don't know because I we all kind of we all are kind of we all kind of know how this is going to end. I think for the most part, although. The solicits are saying, you know, you'll, you won't you believe. You won't know who to vote for. You won't yeah, know who exactly. to vote for this time, even though we know who we're going to root for. Right. Yeah. Well, but I don't, but still, like, I, well, it, and I, yeah. I think I think the story trajectory is is it's on the right track. You know, there's not there aren't too many surprises right now, and maybe that's why it's a little, it's a little lower. But I mean, the thing is, an A is really is really good, and like I said, Jed McKay. I I'm up for more Spider-Man stuff of his. So Neil, let me go, and then I'll uh, I'll I'll close this one with you. So the reason that I did not give this an A plus is that I honestly feel like that this particular issue, um, has some like like the Beyond stuff really is not the most is not the focus. And I feel like that the, as much as as excited as I was for the Ben Riley developments from last issue in last episode, uh, I I feel like it kind of let me down in terms of the overall follow-up. I feel like that takes a backseat a little bit. It takes a really big backseat. And then in uh, obviously, and we'll get into this next issue. This yeah. also has a problem with next issue too, is that it becomes just a subplot when it should become the forefront. And it just doesn't, this is where the, this is this as good of an issue as this is. And this is a good issue. 
also is an issue with the overall tone and tenor of having this many writers in the kitchen cooking up issues. You're going to have such blatant inconsistencies that I I am very concerned that it's it, it's not going to. This was one of my concerns was that it wasn't going to flow well. Jed McKay is such a strong writer. I would die if he became the 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 main writer of ASM. I think him and Cody Ziegler have been two of the best. Yeah, the standouts. The, the standouts, bar none. Kelly Kelly Thompson was has been the biggest disappointment. I don't even does she even write another issue? Yes, I, I think she does the. She does. I think she does the Monica Rambeau one, right? Okay, so like, yeah. she's other than that, she's got two more issues. So, uh, like, I'm hoping that it'll improve from there. But like, for the most part, she's been the biggest disappointment for me. Um, Gleason's been great. Zeb Wells has been good. Um, and 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 Ziggler's been good. But yeah, I would love to to have Jed McKay. On this particular episode, you know, on this particular title or a satellite title of some sort again. So I, the Ben stuff, I want it to move forward. I want it to progress. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. It, it, it did interest me, but it, there wasn't enough of it, and so it, it kind of detracted from the story. Right. It's a tease yeah, I, for basically next issue. If you don't yeah. mind, oh, the butts bet. Hello, blocked. There we go. Um. So I guess kind of transitioning into my commentary on it. Um, I thought the issue was really good. It, it felt like we were once again getting a really good Peter and Felicia episode um, with a bit of cap in there. I don't like, again, they kind of set him up earlier, but like, you know, it was kind of weird having him be there. He's kind of randomly in there. Yeah. His presence is kind of strange. It's, it's, a, it's a bit arbitrary. If that I, makes sense. I, I don't dislike having Cap in my in my Spidey. Like, yeah, he, he's one. He's 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 the only Avenger that I'm like. If he appears, you know, listen. If I'm if, okay if, with. if the Sentinel of Liberty appears in your Spider-Man book, I'm not complaining. I'm yeah. just saying you got you got to make it feel he, a bit more earned. Yeah, I, I, mean, I did but, enjoy the fact that 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 Cap in in brings in Felicia brings in Cap to help bring Peter back up to 100. percent I do enjoy that. Yeah, it just it just felt a little like they set him up a little in ASM eighty four, but it was like yeah. okay, sure, I guess. Yeah, it's but, fine. Um, it's all it, it's I, fine. I, but that but I wasn't even upset with that. I thought I thought yeah. the cap stuff with Peter was really good. Like you know, you got your your average your your kind of token cap gives inspirational speech moment. Yeah, but Which um, the stuff never a bad thing in yeah. when as, as a guest star. But um, the thing that I think I disliked the most was the Beyond stuff because the pacing on those scenes was really kind of weird. Um, it didn't feel like the, the like every time those pages like you notice in my commentary whenever those pages showed up, I was like, okay, let's get back to the stuff I actually really mm-hmm. want to read. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 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 Peter centric issues of this run have been, been the, the better issues so far. Um, once again, Carlos Gomez provides really good art. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there was a team up. <clears throat> that he did. If you know, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Radiac. Probably a Patreon thing. Probably Patreon exclusive for uh, you know. Um, I'm gonna probably go, definitely R rated. I'm gonna go sub to that real quick if you don't. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> While um, you're sub- subscribing to his Patreon, go to Patreon.com/slash Spidey Network. More stuff coming that way. And then Zach gets out of the bat. Bonk. Go to horny jail. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. 
Okay. So we want to do ASM eighty because I think we kind of covered. Before we do that, before we do that, um, one I need to, I need to notate the uh, timestamp. Oh, so we can do this for a segment. Yes. Uh, if I can find story time. And then, uh, uh, all right. Before we do that, Sarah. Why? It's too dark. I'll turn okay. on the light. Um, hang on just a second. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not about to break my ankle. Love you, though. All right. So... I don't think they can see me anyway. Uh, well, then stand up. I... Where? Right there. Jesus Christ, the audio coming. The audio version is gonna be so weird. Uh, I was trying. I'm trying to get my wife to stand up, and she can't. And now she definitely can't because my, my entire drawer of stuff just fell over. Because that is my luck. Anyway, um, park, just, park the luck. Park the luck back. So I, I do have to give a shout out. You have to. Actually, I don't. My wife has to give a shout out to a certain somebody. Okay. And nobody can see me anyway, because you have camera position weird. There. Okay. Just so that way I, you can hear. I do, okay. Anyway, um, hi. If you don't know me by now, then you probably should. I'm Spidey Dude's wife. Um, anyway, hi Greg, hi Adam, and hi Neil, and hi everybody hi, out there. Anyway, okay, so... We have a very special viewer on this show, like, everybody knows him, it's Vankman, and he's truly, like, the best person ever on the planet. Oh god, what's up with that audio? <sighs> Ask Zach. It's too loud. Well, I was trying to get to where they could hear you. Well, I, I already could, you, you have enough, you have enough, uh, range on there that you can probably pick it up with normal audio. Is that good? Yeah, better? you're better. Yeah. Okay, great. Anyway, um, so as I was saying, I have never in my life owned action figures that were mine. It was just never something that I was into. And a few shows ago, I mentioned um, how I would really like the Wanda and Vision figures, and Zach said eventually, you know, whatever. Well, um, last week, I was home quarantined because of my student that I work with at school, and I was feeling really down, and all of a sudden, Zach walks in, and he goes, this is for you, and I said, for me, I had saw on our informed delivery from USPS that we were receiving a package from Vinkman, Um, I just assumed it was for Zach, but it was for me, and I got my Wanda and Vision figures. And it made my entire week, made my entire month, honestly. Vinkman is such a true, kind soul, and I'm very thankful for him and for all he does for this show. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Vinkman, and, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, Sarah. I was meaning to do this earlier in the show, but she was on the phone. Okay. Please, please turn it down again. You're too, you're too far. Okay, too, how about now? There we go. That's better. All right, that better. All right. Yeah, Sorry, okay. guys. I was trying. I was trying to get to where she could, she could actually hear and everything like that. So, anyway, um, so, all right. Now, thank you to Vinkman. It was uh, very, very sweet of you to do that. And uh, anyway, so we're moving on. 
to to a ASM eighty nine. Right. Okay. So at wait, did you say eighty nine? Because it's eight. It's eighty eight. It's eighty eight. Yeah, eighty eight. I meant eight eighty nine. Sorry. No, it's okay. The number I hate like it's a number. So, anyways, um, ASM eight eighty eight. God damn it. <laughs> eight eighty nine. ASM88, written by uh, Zeb Wells, art by Michael Dowling, and uh, colors by Brian Valencia, I believe. Yes. Yes. So anyways, uh, 8.30, Maxine comes to Ben and says, um, hey, Ben, so Janine left. Um, She took the the kids and the dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, At 8.45, she goes to interrogate Marcus. And um, at 9 o'clock, she addresses the Beyond Corp board. Uh, So at the World Security Council for S.H.I.E.L.D. meeting, uh, Janine explains her plan to um, begin the production of, this, of the Halifax Protocol. And at 10 a.m., uh, she activates the Halifax Protocol uh, and comes across their newest subject, uh, Queen Goblin, uh, the former remain, the former Ashley Kafka. 12 p.m. lunch. So once again. Um, Marcus is interrogated by Janine, but we got more important things to do. Um, Glory Grant is meeting with uh, Mary Jane and Janine, who um, is beginning to uh, expose in uh, all caps the horrors of the Beyond Corporation. Um, meanwhile, Ben's suiting up for duty, and one of his uh, co-workers tries to, you know, do do talk with him, talk about like it's good, it's us nerds they get to stick it to the bullies now and ben goes what mm-hmm. oh well yeah you used to get bullied in two school too right i mean no bye so anyways um janine kind of explains that back during uh siege uh, a man named uh jason halifax got uh absolutely obliterated when norman osborne shot a missile into a football field um and janine explains that um Nobody cared because that this multi-billionaire died because the Sentry and Thor were there. So what's what's the point of talking about this random dude in the field who just got blown up by a supersonic missile? So she explains that the Halifax Protocol is to sell products um, by basically being BlackRock with superhumans. Uh, they buy up property and then use um, supervillains to create panic. And then have superheroes to solve the issue, therefore driving the value of the property up. Um, I assume it would be the opposite direction, though, because if you're living in Gotham City, I'm, the only reason you're staying there is because rent is super cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they're going to do a Hank Pym and create the problem. Um, a bunch of Beyond Corp scientists are trying to activate uh, Queen Goblin. I mean, Goblin Queen. I mean, Queen Goblin. God damn it. Queen Goblin, um, yeah. <laughs> Queen Goblin, she bites one of them, and then um, they begin trying to deploy her, and she kills them all. So um, she pulls on her visor, and Mommy, I mean, sorry, Mommy, I mean, sorry, I mean, Queen Goblin uh, flies off to go wreak havoc on New York. Uh, MJ and Janine are at the bugle, and um, they've told Glory everything, and uh, surprisingly, Glory didn't take the drive with her, for plot reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, look, a giant red goblin monster is flying through the window. What's this? Oh, no. Um, so 
Janine is interrogating Marcus again. Why does he keep interrogating Marcus? What I don't. What's the point? What does he know? Right. Um, is she just gloating? I mean, but anyways, Janine leaves, and um, Janine says, "All right, let, let's." Or not Janine. Maxine says, "Okay, let's deploy Ben. Let's make a hero. Let's make a hero show." And uh, Queen Goblin eventually tries to kill Janine, but gets stopped by Spider-Man. And uh, Ben is almost like, oh, I, I know you. And he goes, hey, Clifford, right? Because at, I'm sure that's it. Because I'm looking at a big red dog. Ha ha, women are thoughts. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> Ben begins wrecking the crap out of Queen Goblin. She tries to use her separating gob goblin glider. Which is kind of cool, but it's kind of gimmicky. Sell toys, mm -hmm. um, but Janine Ben saves Janine from a very quick end, but in the process loses the drive. Uh, ben stalls by throwing Queen Goblin, throwing a desk at Queen Goblin through two windows, and um, MJ knows that she's getting up. And Janine says, "Are you going to do something?" And Ben just goes, ah, "Not my problem." Bye. <laughs> and then he takes Janine and just flies away. And Maxine's like, "Wait, what did he say?" Oh no! Um, so the issue ends with Ben just running away, um, smart boy, but leaves MJ alone with Queen Goblin uh, to be continued next time. Uh, oh, that's even, <laughs> <laughs> that's, even, that's even better. That's the right button. No, 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 no! Go back to the left. <laughs> it's just a comedy. Actually, here's a here's more appropriate for like what, earlier that scene with Ben with the nerd guy. Yeah, that's what's ben, going on in Ben's head. Ben, ben just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have. I'll have to find that thing. Kramer, what's going on in there? Queen Goblin. Queen Goblin's blowing up the Daily Bugle, Jerry. It's like we're erasing <laughs> Ben's memories, Jerry. <laughs> we're deploying Queen Goblin. Accessing Parker memories. It's the inver oh it's the inverse of that. Yeah. But anyways, uh grades. Everybody put your grades in the chat. Uh yep. Zach, we'll get to them in a minute. Alright. Uh my grade on this one is a B. Uh that's my grade too. <laughs> Adam's grade is a B. B. And then Neil's grade is a B. B. And then Greg's grade is I don't care. Leave me alone. I gave it a C. C. <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. Greg gave it a C. All right. So Adam, why'd you give this one a B? Uh, well, the art's pretty good. We've all liked Michael Dowling. Michael yeah. Dowling's art, like in the past, and I he's still doing good stuff. Um, the plot, the plot moves at a brisk pace, kind of like, kind of like the cliffhanger two issues ago. It's very but indecisive. This, it's, it's very indecisive with how fast it wants to be. Right. Stuff continues to happen. The plot is moving along. Um. This doesn't I I don't really feel a lot of the suspense and tension that I did with the last one that Zeb Wells wrote which yeah. we all praised 
pretty highly for I think those reasons because the revelations were set in motion and there was this huge uh, revelation. It was, it was, what you did there. Yeah, it was a it was a huge race against time and it's like what's gonna happen and what's gonna happen to Ben and all that and see now we kind of have those answers and it feels it feels like we're kind of we're kind of we kind of are we kind of aren't going through the motions a little bit again with this and yeah i don't know it just it was it was fine but i don't know just it it didn't it didn't hit me like the last two did i thought um it's interesting that ben you know does the he doesn't remember the great power thing because you know they did that with Spencer in his first arc. Right, Spencer, that's Spencer that's, did that. That's in his first like arc. a retread of the Peter gets separated from his yeah. Spider-Man self. And... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, it's interesting that they bring that back. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it it was all right. Like B, I don't know. Like I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it. But I think it's I think it's you know it's it's good. But it's just not, I don't know, it's just not as, I feel like it's its just not as good as that last issue that Zeb Wells wrote. I agree with that. Uh, Neil, your thoughts? So I kind of agree with Adam on this. Uh, like I said earlier, the pace kind of is very inconsistent in this issue because at one point, like, oh, Queen Goblin's being deployed. Oh, we're back to the interrogating Marcus again. Right. Oh, oh crap, Queen Goblin's uh, on the loose. Uh, back to the interrogating Marcus again. Hey, remember Siege? I don't, I don't remember Siege. No one like that. Like before. again, that's like a deep cut. Read, that that's from ten it. years ago. Yeah, I didn't read that's that from, either. That's from, from over ten years ago. I haven't read that. <laughs> I cared more about I cared more about um century tearing areas apart, not like some random crap about. Oh, that that's utterly disgusting. That's one of the most disgusting, gory panels I've ever seen. Hey, in my life. kids, yes, comics. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> remember that. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, they put uh they put the they advisory put, uh, warning on there, yeah. yeah. they put they put advisory warnings on the comics these days, but you know. Right. Still, but, it's you don't want to give that to your child. I'm going no. I'm going to be honest. There was a couple, I I like Dowling, but there was a couple moments in this issue that felt like he kind of undersold the importance of that moment. Mm. Like with like with uh the fight in the Daily Bugle, like it just kind of felt like they were lightly just kind of tossing around furniture hoping it would do something. Right. Like you know, it, it it in the his simplistic his simplistic layouts kind of made the story somewhat suffer here. Yeah, like I, I, in the solicits, they're like, "Oh, the Daily Bugle's been utterly destroyed; it's been obliterated." But I'm like, "Well, again, this is like the seventeenth time." Like, well, also, just like it, it, it. Oh no, they wrecked some. They wrecked a room and then broke a window. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, basically, it was, and then a couple of. That was it. A lot of and that was it. There weren't even any explosions. She just like threw. She just threw a flaming mace at Ben, and then like he ran away. On the other hand, I kind of like how Maxine's plan is obviously backfiring on her. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Right. Deploying, deploying a goblin, right? And trying to manufacture a crisis. Deploying, you know, you bringing the sins of Norman Osborn into into the clone of Ashley Kafka is maybe not a good idea. <laughs> well, also it was kind of weird because, like, I, I'm one. I'm actually kind of impressed we're going back to this plot line because I was I've been wondering kind of in the back of my head how long sensitive Norman's going to stick around. Right, right. And assuming they keep Queen Goblin around, he's probably going to be around for a while, which I'm okay with. 
That is true, Radiac. Yeah. Radiac does bring up a good point. This is, li- and I was about to bring this up. This is literally Ben going. I missed the part where that's my problem. Based, which is uh, obviously a line direct, wire. direct, directly from the Raimi, the first Raimi film, mm-hmm. um, a sentiment that is expressed in Amazing Fantasy fifteen. So this is basically him reliving that, which is why MJ so shocked, and and by proxy Janine so shocked at the end of the issue. This so is- like. This issue is equivalent of guys. I have an idea. Ben Riley has left the server. <laughs> I I don't like Ben Riley, you know, deserting the scene of a of a fight. Well, but but it, I also know it it's a plot sense. point that's going to hopefully be resolved over the course of this story. Yeah. Um, I, I am excited for Mark Bagley next issue. Uh, the artwork I thought was good. Um, you know, for me, this this was one of the better. Uh, uh, better issues that Zeb Wells has done. However, I, I have problems with it. Ben's characterization, I don't like. I'm not a... Like I, if you're using this to reset him back to factory settings, and that's the overall tone and tenor of this story, then okay, I'm in for the ride. But if this is and just another excuse to turn Ben heel, I'm going to be freaking pissed. It also... It reminds me again kind of of Superior because cause you know how we were like, we were kind of thinking like, oh, this is kind of like if Brand New Day and Superior Spider-Man had a baby. together, yeah. you know? And we'll and see what they just did is they just did the whole thing where Otto purged his Peter memories. Yeah. But what they did here is they like, they they did that for Ben kind like inadvertently, but kind of on purpose. And so he's mm-hmm. like, so now he's like the uh, now he's like when Spidey split from Peter in the first Spencer arc, and yeah, uh, yeah it's it's interesting how they're they're going back and kind of like I don't know if it's purposeful or not. I kind of hope it is that they're sort of redoing this stuff. I don't I know. Think, I, I, I think with, I, I hope think, I think building off of your superior comparison i think this is their chance to do superior without like the ethical implication of like you know peter's mind being raped yeah yeah i mean i mean obviously ben's been mind effed over the you know the the 27 deaths and everything like that i'm hoping he makes it at at the end yeah like like i like honestly i i hope that that this is this overall story is to ben riley what that first arc of the spencer run was to asm yeah if this ultimately makes Ben his um, own character again. I'd be fine with him making him a martyr at this point. I mean, I have been on record. You can go back. It's it's episode 62 of Clone Saga Chronicles. I have been on record saying that I this is not what I want. Like, Ben Riley returning in this manner was not what I wanted. I've overall enjoyed this Beyond Story. I, I haven't loved it as much as I did the Spencer run, but I've enjoyed it for what it is. Um, my big thing is is that we're now, as of this issue, what is it, part 14? Yeah, part 14 out of 19 and nothing has happened. And we're not very far down the rabbit hole. Like, like we've got five we got five parts left, not including tie-ins. Well, that I think they'll wrap it up. Well enough during. Well, I think I that's enough time so, to because nothing has happened. <laughs> well, I th- we've we've had some stuff happen. To be fair, like we there, there's been know... 
yeah we, we know we kind of know we know this weird beyond plan of you know villain making villains and superheroes and creating diversions and stuff and we know what happened with ben because we were like why is ben acting this way and what's going on it's like well they've been messing with his head yeah uh, i think you know so we we know stuff has happened to be fair like and i think they can wrap this up adequately enough in five or so issues like i don't know i mean they have to because we're getting a relaunch in two months <laughs> yeah um uh, speak, speaking of which let's go to Slurfing. yeah well, well, well tease for next next episode uh we'll be covering issues um I was never asked my thoughts on the issue. Oh, oh, oh my bad, Greg. Greg. My bad, Greg. Greg, give Greg, your Greg. why was this a C a C grade for you, buddy? Well, Tell us, Gregory. Well, okay, well the positives <laughs> have mostly been mentioned. I mean, there were the art was good. It's all been said, but um, I tend to have three. When you critique critique something, there's three complaints which I think are illegitimate. I'm saying this right now because I'm about to violate one of those. <laughs> My fan theory didn't come true. My oh, ship didn't get Yeah, my ship didn't get together. I would never do that and it's too woke slash it, it's not woke enough. Most of the time okay. I'm sick of the culture wars. I think we can all I think mm-hmm. we all feel that to a certain degree. <laughs> Dude, I I I work with people who are like aggrieved culture warriors. All right, anyways, continue. Anyway, the one I'm about to f- I'm about to violate is my fan theory did not come true because okay, um Queen Goblin. I hate that name by the way, Goblin Queen I think we should better. call I think we should I think we should call her Gobby Mommy. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, that was that was, mommy that was menace. That was menace. I was gonna say that that really yeah. was literally menace. Like yeah. I, again I mean, my uh, one thing that does knock this down for me is that is that we've already had a female goblin in the six one six. AKA well, I mean, menace. I mean, you I mean, can say that Bob Goblin, though. Yeah, you know what? And that's fine. We can have another one. Make a, make an even better one. Menace wasn't that great, but as I was to say, I did not like Queen Goblin. Should be Goblin Queen. I know, I know, Madeline Pryor. I don't care. But... Well, the thing is, is Queen Goblin is kind of a play on Green Goblin. You see? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that, but it's still a really bad pun. Like in that case, I think in it's that case, a bit clever. I think it's a little the... clever. In that case, do you know who it should have been instead of the clone of Ashley Kafka? You may as well justify Emma, Emily Osborne. Emily Osborne's return from the grave, right. which they did nothing with. Have her yeah. infected by the sins. What's of, happened to her since Norman. then? I just realized she's done nothing. She's not appeared. She's not. She's not been Good. mentioned. It's basically it's been new, a throwaway thing that Slot sense. did for shock value at the very end of his run mm-hmm. for no freaking reason. It's the new sense bass that we should just forget yeah. about until it gets. Well, it's magic. We don't got to explain her. And, and you know. And you know what. Her son is now dead again. Harry yeah. was a clone all along and throughout Brand New Day. So, you know what? If you got this character, even though she shouldn't have been brought back, use this character. Make it mean something. Take Dude, if a, if, if a character deserve, deserves to be shot in like a one-shot a tie-in random issue oh for an event, it should be Emily Osborne, just like, just I, like Joyce Delaney. I agree, but that would make more sense than... Why Ashley Kafka? Why the clone of Ashley Kafka? She's got no connection to the goblins. Well, Other than, well, you know, trying to mentor Harry. Well, Greg, you see it. 
<laughs> so anyways that's why i think that ashley kafka has this secret connection to the osborns right i think she should be queen goblin <laughs> I, I, again again this was i i think i understand them you know being super excited about it and nick lowe's all talking about it in the letters page i don't care like that that's the other thing i don't care that that ashley kafka became a goblin and that's a problem that's why it's not an A. It's not. That's why it's not an A grade for me. Or make it Liz. Yeah. Make it Liz. Yeah. Like yeah. At least there would be some stakes, some personal animosity. There would be and some yeah. reasoning. And she already it. has like that kind of sociopathic bent with leading Alchemax. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the evil, the evil, the evil uh, gaslight gatekeep girl boss CEO Liz Allen. Which is again weird ass characterization yeah. that that's not Liz Allen at all. But I, again, that's that's where I'm like the the shades of brand new deism have creeped in, and this is probably the most blatant example. These last two issues of it being woefully inconsistent because you have two different writers in here, and I mean we're literally for this three part story, this multi part story, we're going to have three different writers. Last issue was was. Um, McKay, this issue was Zeb Wells, and the next issue is going to be Patrick Gleason. Now, I'm excited for Mark Bagley artwork. Don't misunderstand. But I don't like why? Why are we doing care. I don't care. I mean Like I, I'm 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 just kind of I'm like, okay. This this part of the story does not grab me. Uh, and it certainly didn't help that the the overall mystery of the of the character was completely revealed in a variant cover by accident (laughs) yeah like nobody nobody thought to proofread and make sure that that wasn't leaked like come on guys you had one job one and you Mm -hmm. and you didn't do it so yeah i get i I understand why you're giving a c like this one this one did not make I think Sarah's watching us on. <laughs> that was me. Oh, is that you? Oh, okay. Um, oh, you did? Okay, never mind. It, po- it, it, posts, it, posts, it posts across all three I, I just want to state for the record that I'm not saying, yay, Emily Osborne, let's see more of her, but you know what? If you brought her back, you may as well fucking use her and justify. Oh, uh, buddy. Make it- <laughs> you got, we got one F-bomb per episode, so you just yeah. used it. Okay, to make, God damn it, Greg. Try, try to make a diamond out of a turd. Try. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. It'll be a, look. Nick, uh, Nick Spencer did a lot of the time. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Gleason does next issue. Uh, we'll be covering yeah. issues. Uh, we'll be covering the Bay issue eighty nine point or eighty eight point Bay, which is the Slingers return because nineties. Hell yeah! Uh, and then <laughs> we'll have. Then we'll have. Uh, Got Queen Goblin versus Black Cat. Go Black Cat. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, see, we'll yeah. see that. And then uh, <laughs> I think that uh, what's that what's uh, issue ninety? I don't even remember. Um but it's that's 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 what's in arc. the next arc. Okay, the next like, uh, we start we finish this know, arc and we start the actually, next no, one. No, I think it's no, more I think, it's more Felicia versus Gabi Mommy. I think it is actually, yeah, because that cover has her in the daily bugle and it's destroyed with everyone cowering around her i believe okay that's oh that's right that's right she's standing she's standing triumphant yeah that's right mm-hmm. so uh, obviously we'll probably be wrapping this story up in next episode so we'll see what happens yeah uh speaking of what happens beyond 
Beyond. The Beyond story. Uh, we are now going to our solicitations. So, um, hey guys, if you don't want to be, spo- if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, leave now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've already talked about it on the show before, but this is like, yeah. Okay, I've got it. All right, here so, we go. Beginning with uh, once again number one, like seventy-two away from a from a from one hundred. So well, the thing is, is they well six is ish. I, so the first arc basically is going to end with issue one, uh, issue nine hundred. Yeah, is and that, my understanding. The reason why I think they did this is because we're about to hit a hundred for this and 900 back to back so i think that's why they're like let's relaunch it now 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 we can get another ten dollar double size issue well this one i think i I think this one is uh six dollars yeah six dollars so it's all it's a double sized it's a double sized issue um so is it more than uh it's fit it's yeah. the same price. It's the same, it's the same price as Spencer's. But are there like backups? Do we know if there are backups, or is it I don't just know. Paul Zeb Wells and it just, um, it just says it, all John, it just says John Romita Jr. So that's yeah. cool, actually. If this is actually a big like oversized first issue, so of a Lee main Hayek, story, that's cool. Lee and Hyatt cover. Uh, oh, I love Romina, that Romina, one. Romina Jones, Peach Momoko. Like, but outside of that MJ cover, like none of these covers really do anything for me, other than. Like even this pose for Mita reminds me very much of that digger. It looks like he's bored. <laughs> well, so th- back during this period, during the period that JMS was writing Spider-Man, P- Marvel had a policy of doing a lot of poster covers. Yeah, yeah. And almost this exact—I'm not kidding—almost this exact same pose during the digger arc. Was that was this cuff was the cover, and it was funny because Peter's like leg that's kicking out like this. We called it the Gumby cover because <laughs> it his leg looked like he was it was more rubber than actual like power. And even Ramita was like, admitted he's like, yeah, I kind of went a little overboard with the with the angle of the leg. Super sweet guy. This was back on the Alvaro boards. Because even I kind of was poking fun at it. Basically, the only difference between this this cover and that cover is one the that that cover was taking place during the day. This one takes place at night, and two like the the webbing, the I web hand was more is not pointing down so much as it was pointing towards the the individual, and it kind of felt more like a panic type type uh, expression underneath underneath uh, the mask. He, he, just, he just looks kind of. Eh. He's like, uh, uh, oh hey, I'm back. Daddy, so anyway, Daddy Ramita, uh, brother Ramita's back. But anyways, uh, Peter's on the outs with the, he's out with everybody. No one wants to spend except for Doctor Octopus. More Doc Ock wank. That's great. Um, Master Planner has his tentacles for Spidey. All that. What does Tombstone have planned? Uh, it's better than Alpha, but it's worse than nothing. Uh, it's ASM 60th anniversary, baby. Let's a go. A trip to the opera, Tombstone versus Ock. <laughs> God, I wish that was that. So okay. the one, uh, so we've got variant covers by Humberto Ramos. Tra- uh, scroll back up. Uh, Travis Carrest, uh, Russell Darman. Um, connecting cover by Bingle. Webhead. Oh, we, very... we have we have these four. We have these on the other side too. Mark. Bagley, yeah, Mark Bagley has a variant. 
Jim Chung, there's Scotty a, there's, Young. There's a webhead covered by Gleason. I guess I'll get that one. Yeah. Uh, if, it's not, if it's not a one to twenty five cover. Listen, the the Bagley and the Jim Chung covers I'm 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 in for. Uh Peach uh, Momoko, Ramona Jones, uh Stanley, Art Jim, Lau, <laughs> I Hook Lee, Hidden Gems variant by uh, Bagley and Ramita Senior. I think that is actually from the uh Marvel Fanfare thirtieth anniversary. And then two covers by Rose Besh. I'm assuming this the Virgin yeah. one was the cover a redo of this one without the trade dress. Yeah. So what did Spider Man do? That's that's the name of the story. Um, all right. So they only I show mean, four variants on. You want you want to get mad? Let's get mad. Um, ASM two. The best couple in comics is done. You Aww. aren't gonna believe what's happening in this volume of Amazing Spider Man. Okay, suicide packed everybody. Uh, I shoot Adam. <laughs> Adam shoots Greg. Greg shoots Zach, and Zach shoots me. Let's do it. Um, obviously, this one was the cover that pissed everybody collectively on the internet off. Mm. Um, this one obviously is this is the story that is concerned a lot of people. The cover, if you're if you're listening to us on the audio version, you're you're hearing uh, you're seeing MJ who is crying, walking in the rain. Peter forlornly unmasked looking back at her he looks like he's bored still like is this just like spider-man is bored the yeah um <laughs> so again he also kind of looks like neil a little bit looks a little yeah. like neil um once again i don't want to insult zeb wells <laughs> zeb wells breaking up peter and mary jane does not bode well for me as a reader um but again, overall, at least the covers have been pretty good uh, for the Ramita Scott Hanna return. Um, yeah. It's not nearly as um, 3D-like as it was with the JMS run, but it, it's certainly clean. Scott Hanna knows how to how to ink over Ramita stuff, so I'm, I'm okay with also, it. I think it's also the colors, because who was the colorist yeah. for... JMS during for the JMS run. Uh, this, was, this, was back, this was but this was back when they were trying to do that whole like you know digital when this digital art was still yeah. relatively new. Yeah, and, so it's it's it, it was pretty poppy. Yeah. Um, it's like shiny ish a little bit. Yeah, there's there's it's a little not, bit of a sheen to, to it. It's not it's not bad though. Well, and and Radiac, like, bring, Radiac brings up a good point that this is probably just bait. But oh, still, absolutely! It's it's a hundred. And this is where I, I this is this is Marvel trolling the fans. Mm-hmm. Well, but so, but the fact yeah. that but but again like it, I'm tired of being baited, <laughs> and I, I I'm honestly going to say this I if if they pull the bait and switch, uh, we've talked about how we felt like that there was going to be some sort of build up with the relationship with Peter and MJ towards 900 when Spencer was still on the book. Yeah, um, I would not be surprised if there's not a proposal. The 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 engagement ring plot thread has been is still hanging out there, yep. um, so we'll see. We will see. I am Sorry. I cautiously optimistic again. Be careful though, Emily. Is that Osborne Alexa going the, off? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Emily Osborne might grab the engagement <laughs> ring and run off into <laughs> obscurity. That would be funny, actually. <laughs> Alexa making a guest appearance here on the show. Listen, if 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 uh, Amazon wants to sponsor this program, I'm certainly open to. I can't. Well, no, I don't so want to be. Spon- I don't want to be sponsored by Lex Luthor. 
he's no longer a part of the it's funny company. i'm looking i i couldn't think about what cover you were talking about zach but i looked it up because bankman said what cover it was and you're you're i remember this cover and you're absolutely right it's like the inverse of the new one it's funny but anyways um yeah mo- moving on we've been baited um time to see if we'll take the bait um ASM is a famous one reprint yeah they're, they're re- reprinting asm uh number one and annual number one and spe- uh, spectacular and as well, America. which I'm hoping that the reprinting, reprinting of Spectacular uh, bodes well, but uh, they did this for the 30th there are, anniversary. Um, there are rumors. That, uh, Red. I heard a rumor that they're going to do the Spectacular Spider-Man Volume One omnibus soon, but I don't know how true that is. But why is it 80 degrees in here? Whichever one has that Doc Ock Black Cat story, I just want that. What if Miles Morales becomes Wolverine? This this is relevant. Yeah, Miles Morales. Why? What is the point of this? I don't understand it. Why are are comics so incestuous that like we're just repeating ideas upon other ideas and just saying, look. What if if Miles Morales became Captain America? What if Miles Morales became Wolverine? I I, I don't understand this. You know what I want to see now, though, is I kind of want to see like Peter you know, in this kind of thing, because they did it with, uh, he became the Punisher, you know, I want to see, uh... Well, that actually had thought put into it. And not the, yeah, they, they, they did the Punisher, they also did bullet points where he becomes the Hulk. Right. Uh, Venom, Spider. Lethal Protector, which is a five-part miniseries, uh, is the, there should be Ben Riley should be on there, right? There should be Ben Riley solicitation. It's down, it's further down, I think. Okay. Um, Carnage. Wait, I'm looking for that because it's Ram V and Francesca. The thirtieth anniversary of Carnage, which is crazy to me. Uh, Punisher. Oh, I feel old. Jed McKay, Captain James, J- Jed McKay, Doctor Strange. Ugh. <laughs> um, Spider Punk got gets his own series. I know that cool. uh, Paul is of, excited for of, that. Yeah, I got I a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends outside of this circle that are really looking forward to that. So I want to check it out. Here I we think, go. I mean, it's, it's oh Ziegler. god, this is this cover. This freaking cover, man. It's like, oh cover, god, everyone I has, hate this cover. Everyone I has really AIDS. do. I don't know. Well, I like it. Ac- <laughs> that Betty seems accurate. I mean, though, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be a horror theme. So, like, like I understand that, but like, I just. He already, and it, it's Steve Skaros doing the main cover. I've already had issues with Steve Skaros in the past with him drawing humans. This does not like make me want to see more Steve Skaros. <laughs> I'm sorry, like he's oh. just he, like his Spidey is fine. the The Ben Riley part is kind of cool looking. Oh my God! The, what's the, wrong with your face? I mean, that's yeah. the point, though. What's wrong with your face? Like, like at least with this one, it. it <laughs> oh shit! Looks <laughs> uh, like your neck is broken, as it should be. Yeah, I, I, it just the whole thing is just not good. So, for those of you watching, not watching the visual aids, you can d- definitely go find these. Uh, we're on, on Games Radar, um, reviewing these solicitations per usual. It's Apparently, nice Silk has turned of super old. Um, she met '90s Vulture. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Hey, deep cut. Uh, Savage, oh, we have... okay. Do we want to talk about this book real quick? Because the Savage... first, first issue came out today. Uh, I, I don't care. Um, so imagine nonstop Spider-Man, but worse. Okay. Nothing important happens. Uh, 
Peter just goes around looking like a monster. Um, he fights. So it's it's another man spider story. Yes. Why do I care? Like again, I'm sorry. Like this is this is one thing that I'll say about like not having to do spider satellites on crawl space anymore. I don't have to read this garbage. I don't. Yeah, Miles Miles Morales is is having no way home. Um, Venom, gotta get that Venom, 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 Venom. Looks like Toxin. Well, this this is a variant cover. It's Pete Woods. Hasbro, okay, make action figures. <laughs> yeah. Carnage them. Again. Uh, Marauders, uh, Mortal X-Men, Wolverine, X-Men, X-Force. You yeah, go me. down to the trades. See if there's any any more trades. That... Ooh, ecstatic, excellent. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Wolverine, Avengers, Avengers Forever, Iron Fist, Silver Surfer Rebirth. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, that, that'll, that's a pretty fun one. She-Hulk looks good. Maestro and Black Panther, Shang-Chi, Marvel's Moon Knight, Shang-Chi. Hell yeah, brother. I don't care. <laughs> the Thing, Iron Man, Strange Academy, Alien. God damn. Okay. Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Okay. Let's see trades. Oh, the wedding see, wedding that omnibus. That's the interesting uh that's the most interesting trade that they're finally releasing. Do you think they do you think they're baiting so, us with it? So hang on, scroll they up. Does this up one this one more day? Alright, so wedding album gallery edition hardcover. Oh, really quick, Mike Mike said that the quote of Savage Spider Man is B Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> so this this collects uh a- ASM 290 through 292, ASM the annual, ASM annual spectacular annual seven. What if 20 through 21, which is what if yeah. uh, Marvel Cat. saga, the official history of the Marvel universe 22, and material from not brand X number number six, but it does yeah. not. Oh, it does have the newspaper strip of the wedding. Yeah, there you go. So, so if you if you do not, if you have not gotten that trade paper, the original trade paperback. The hardcover will be available to you, so that'd be uh, nice. And the hardcover has has the uh, has the an- annual seven, which the uh, trade does not. So, um, Black Panther by which Priest is their honeymoon. Om- Black Panther by Priest Omnibus is cool. Yeah. Um, Mortal Iron Fist by Fraction Asia. That was kind of cool. That that's a good that's a good story. Uh, Mortal Hulk hardcover. Hell yeah, brother. Um, Marvel that should be Art. the last one. Yeah, it's the last one. Captain Iron Man, uh, Starship Hulk. (laughs) That hurt. (laughs) Um, Devil's Reign. Devil's Reign Reign Superior 4. Dylan's Reign Villains for Hire. Devil's Reign X-Men. Daredevil, Holding Without Fear. Here we go. Uh, Volume 4, Beyond the Finale of Beyond is here. Uh, so, collects ASM 88, 89 to 93 and 92 Point Bay. So I think it's in Volume 3. The Black Cat one is going to be in Volume 3. Mommy versus Mommy. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I just pre-ordered the Wedding Gallery. So Hell yeah. Reign of X. Uh, Iron Man. Again, Fantastic Four. Miss Marvel. Ghost Rider. Marvel's Voice is Pride. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Jane Foster, Valkyrie, uh, 
Black Widow. That's a good book, actually. You guys should read Thompson's Black Widow. This this is the book that made me want Thompson on here, on on ASM. Uh, unfortunately, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. Unfortunately, ASM wasn't. Uh, good. Unfortunately, so Iron classic Man. '90s Gen X. Um, X, New Mutants, Star Wars. Oh, here we go. ASM Epic Collection, Great Power reprint. Ah, yeah. So redoing the first. So if you never, if you missed out on that one, they're they're bringing that collection back, which is just in time for you know Spidey's 60th anniversary. Yeah. Um, Miles Morales, one of the one of those kids digest paperbacks. So. Yeah. So that That's is it. all. Uh, no, no, nothing notable, which is, you know. There, uh, Spider Girl well, Volume Four, I think, is also coming out in April. So, yeah. um, if you have not pre-ordered that, you still have time to do so on your favorite podcast, uh, favorite places. All right. So next episode, we'll be covering the next three issues of Amazing Spider-Man. But uh, if you want to check out Make My it. Mayday, the next episode we're covering issues eighty-nine through ninety-two. So we're going to be doing Ben oh, Riley. There's too, also right? your yeah, so we all will be doing Ben Riley, uh, Ben Riley number two. So, so Zach, your guest appearance on Voices from the Eerie is coming up on the 11th next week. Yeah, next week, uh, if you're watching this live, I am going to be on Voices from the Eerie, Gargoyles podcast. So that is all. Um, any final thoughts before I wrap up this episode, Neil? I, outside of MJ and Bla- well, outside of uh, ASM88, this is a really, really good leak. Really, really good uh, batch of issues to read. Uh, definitely agree. Greg? I agree. I think I need to read McKay's Black Cat comic. Oh, yeah. Go read. <laughs> I'm hoping they make it like an omnibus or like a, a oversized hardcover because mm-hmm. it's really, really good. Skip the first five issues, though. Will do. Good Adam, job. you're right. Not a rumor. It's confirmed in the, from Near Mint Collection that does exclusive news on collected editions. That was about spe- the spectacular volume one omnibus. Nice. Damn night, that's too great of an idea to actually thought of it. I know being pessimistic about this new volume sees more of the same in a bad way. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Michael McNulty. Vinkman uh, has the original trade, but he's gonna uh, he's gonna get the hard hardcover for the wedding. Well done, Vinkman. Uh, I'm doing that too. Alexa, play "Never Gonna Let You Down" by Rick Astley. <laughs> if you want to listen to this show you can also say hey alexa play spidey dude experience on audible she's still she's still talking alexa please stop hey stop i'm unplugging you Neil's Alexa going off is hysterical, <laughs> but you can all you can uh, say, "Hey Alexa, play Spidey Spidey Dude Experience podcast," and it will play that on your favorite Alexa device, as well as Google devices, and uh, also on your um, Apple uh, HomePod devices as well. SoFlo is saying good night to everyone. So with that. With SoFlo saying goodnight to everyone, we're going to say a good night to everyone. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening as we're as we are, you know, <laughs> leaving this episode. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you next time here on the Spidey Dude Experience. If you want to follow us on our social medias, you can follow us at on Twitter at Spidey Dude Radio, at on Facebook 
and Instagram, uh, Facebook and Instagram.com slash Spidey Dude Network. YouTube.com slash Spidey Dude Radio Network. You can find our voicemail line, 818-925-6631. Please leave us a voicemail so we can play it on our on the respective shows, including this one. Have your voice be heard. You can also leave us an email at network at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts and concerns about the show, be, give, be sure to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting catcher. And so with that, uh, also want to give shout-outs to our shows. Voices from the Area Gargoyles podcast hosted by Greg. Broken Rider Variety Hour. You can find that on twitch.tv slash quillsniff. And of course... Uh, the Comic Binge YouTube channel, we didn't have Paul on tonight, but he has just launched a new part of his channel called A Gotham Night, a Batman podcast. Of course, Make My Maydays uh, be next Thursday as well, so find out that. And thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. For those that are that are listening to us, uh, be sure to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe here on YouTube so that way we can defeat that algorithm. So thanks again to everyone who uh, absolutely uh, commented on the episode. Thank you to Vinkman and Matt Bird and SoFlow and those that did that. Of course, we want to thank our Patreons at patreon.com slash Network. We got some more exciting stuff coming very, very soon. Thank you again for watching. Thank you again for listening. And we will see you here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network.